0: today I want to introduce you to Sarah. Sarah is
1: another one of my awesome new friends and teammates here this week in the Bahamas. Uh, if you've been tuning in the last few weeks, you're probably hearing a, a few of um, my team getting to meet everyone here. Uh, Sarah is incredible. She's super sweet, super kind, easy to get along with, and just one. She's not just my, my cabin bunk mate here, but um, she's a somebody that just shows up for for the whole team puts whatever needs to be done in um is willing to do whatever needs to be done cares genuinely about the people around her and uh, has just been an honor and a privilege to get to know work with and spend time with i'm really excited and honored that i get to share a bit of her with you guys so sarah thank you so much for chatting with me tonight thank you for having me that was so sweet (laughs) very excited too so I have a list of questions I work through with all my guests. They're all designed at getting to know you, your view of the world, your perspective. Mm-hmm. There's no wrong answers because it's you. Yep. So answer as you feel led, and we'll dive right in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First one is, who do you define yourself as?
2: Oh, my God. These <laughs> are going to be difficult. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. That's tough. I mean, I'm actually really happy about the little intro you gave me because I feel like a lot of the words that you used are hopefully what I also would define myself as. Like, I think I very much care about other people and I hope that kind of comes through. Um, I do like to, you know, like you said, like put in the work just to kind of get whatever needs to be done. I would say that that's kind of how I have found myself to be throughout my whole life, whether it's like in school or at work now, you know, like I try to just do whatever needs to be done. I'm very much a doer you know like I really need to make sure everything gets executed or whatever and um I wouldn't even say that I'm much of a perfectionist which you know not a bad thing but like I just want to make sure I get it done and do a job well done but doesn't necessarily need to be perfect so um you know I think that's like again I think that usually when people kind of ask me a question along those lines I would say like I think I really do care and so that's probably just one of my biggest like how I would define myself but other than that I think that kind of based off of the way that I view life and also the way that people have told me I seem to view life (laughs) I think that I just um I think I view everything pretty like very positively like I just want to um you know view life as a fun journey and I don't want to take things too seriously and so in that sense I do care a lot about the people in my life because I feel like our time is the most valuable thing we can give to others and so I want to make sure that I'm spending my time well and Mm. that kind of manifests in the people that I surround myself with
1: yeah yeah. very much I feel like those are all very aligned with you (laughs) and and very accurate yeah in in addition (laughs) to being just like um human of joy and and one that shows up really well for everybody it's it's really cool and i I see that so much in you so it's awesome to know that that's something you value in yourself and something you intentionally put forward and it's always cool to see that it comes out but and in addition to that you're just also like um on a more shallow end (laughs) the same height as me which is amazing <laughs> that never happened it doesn't ever happen <laughs> <It> doesn't. honestly <laughs> yeah yeah that's we're so true doing a lot of uh like some modeling this week and and being it's the, great being the only other female with me here it's like oh we look so proportionate literally it's a fun fact for you guys listening <laughs> in but we're both yeah. like what five foot yep yeah dead on <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it's a fun little facts about both of us but <laughs> next one's a little easier uh what is your favorite food oof um maybe not easier (laughs) (laughs) um
2: oh that's a good question I think that well uh, I think I definitely have a sweet tooth so I feel like something it has to be something kind of sweet but then at the same time like I love carbs obviously like I could just eat noodles I love Asian food I think the most so that kind of manifests in like anything rice or noodle based but then if we're talking about like things that I'll eat oh I guess like I mean, this might be a boring answer, but I in my normal life, I feel like most of my diet is probably just fruit because I do really like sweet things. But again, I don't want to like I don't really like to fill up on just candy all the time, even though I love candy, obviously. (laughs) But um, yeah, I think most of my normal life diet, as bad as it can be, (laughs) is fruit. So let's just call it a broad fruit.
1: I like that. No, fruit's good for you. And I yeah. like you said, normal life diet, as in, like, here we're eating. Oh, it's so different here. <laughs> <What>? I mean, <laughs> not that it's anything, anything bad, bad. Yeah. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> but we don't have the luxury of, you know, a grocery store trip every day.
1: No, we're just out here at sea with whatever we stocked up on. Yeah, which was really difficult to plan out, for sure. Yeah, definitely, for sure. That yeah, That's cool. Um, <laughs> are you reading anything right now? <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm embarrassing I've probably been reading the same book for the past like
2: six months (laughs) it's fair (laughs) I just finished I read really slow but I also just I'm not one of those people that just like picks up a book when I'm bored or have downtime it's probably like the last thing on my list that I would do unfortunately Um, I wish I read more but I've been reading um, Crying in H Mart for probably about the past like five to six months I'm almost done but I just like you know I don't pick it up that often but it's a good book (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I often would, like,
1: carry a book with me when I'm traveling and be like, I'm going to read this on the plane, and then yeah. I never do. I
2: brought my Kindle. Haven't. I took it out one time, haven't even looked yeah. at it, though. We haven't had much downtime. Yeah, yet. exactly.
1: <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. What would you say is your greatest fear? Hmm.
2: I would say just at the end of my life, like, being on my deathbed and not feeling like I lived the life that I wanted to live, you know? And so... I've been trying to, like, figure out a lot of that, like, what I really want to do with my life, not, like, lately, but kind of in this stage of life, just because I want to make sure that I don't come to that conclusion at the end of my life, Um, but if we're talking about, like, you know, smaller, like, daily fears, (laughs) um, I hate caterpillars they're just so gross like I had a bad experience when I was a kid and I found one on my neck and like simultaneously squished it and it just like I remember the feeling of it and it just gives me chills every time it's disgusting
1: okay so yeah those two fair enough all right (laughs) different but very different but yeah I think the first one is one that many many of us can relate to and I think it's cool because it usually motivates us to not let that be a reality and it's really cool that you are diving into so many parts of life and just exploring what's available to you learning new things. And yeah. I mean, yeah. we're on this trip, so here we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very much. So the other one understandable, but you the first mm. one I've heard on that one. Yeah. yeah but those experiences, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would
2: you say that you value the most? Kind of going back to my first answer, I guess I really value quality time. That's definitely like my m- primary love language. Like, I just, I give and receive in quality time because again, I do think that our time is so valuable and like, we don't get any more of it. It's very finite and it means a lot to me when other people choose to spend their time with me. And so I, I feel the same way when I'm giving that, um, cause yeah, I just feel like it's one of those things that people don't really, you know, you don't realize that like, oh, this is time that I'm never going to get back. Like it only moves forward. So yeah that's really what i probably find most valuable and so you know that again goes into like showing up for people because we only have so much time together and
1: yeah time (laughs) yeah well it's cool knowing that seeing that and getting to share and be gifted so much of that from you this week no me too (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) i mean obviously it goes both ways i really do give and receive in quality time you do yeah very much
1: (laughs) when was the last time you felt joy Oh. I mean, today? <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I think that today in the cave.
2: We mm-hmm. went to a cave today um in the Bahamas and I just had so much fun. Like I wasn't even thinking about I wasn't even tired, I feel like. And I didn't really get cold, which surprisingly we've been very cold <laughs> throughout this week in the Bahamas, but yeah, I think that I just had a lot of fun today just being playing around, taking photos we weren't really on a timeline this time so it really was just like no stress and um I mean yeah I would say that I probably felt joy every day this week and hopefully most days um obviously some days are a little more mundane and I'm in my working life or whatever but yeah I would say today Mm -hmm. it was a really good day it was a really good and day. And I
1: can't believe the week is already over. Like, I
2: know. <laughs> I mean, I said this yesterday, but once we got past Wednesday, like hump day, it just, it's all gone now.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like sitting here and I was like, Sarah said yesterday, well, at hump day, it's going to pass. And I was like, blink. And I was like, dang it. It's already the it's end of almost Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. But yeah, today was a blast. And yeah, just love our whole whole little fam me too yeah
2: we didn't even know each other i know (laughs) (laughs) any of us any of us
1: yeah it's been awesome so i love people coming together like that just all being such amazing human beings so me too definitely um when was the last time you were afraid and why i think it was like two weeks ago actually
2: um well i mean that's not true i mean i was afraid today in the water with the sharks (laughs) (laughs) i was pretty afraid actually i mean just because someone threw food right at me, and I was like, Ha! Ah! Okay. Um. And they did
1: try to like bite your camera too. Yeah, like, yeah, it wasn't they they like they were being like. They were like chill. pushing me back. It they was were getting so crazy. a little antsy. Um, um,
2: so, yeah, yeah, definitely that one. But <laughs> the first thing that came to mind was um, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to share too much. No, whatever you feel like sharing, I'm happy to hear. I mean, not too much, but not too little. But essentially, A couple weeks ago my boyfriend lucas actually was in the hospital Mm. um he's fine now everything's okay but he was basically like turning a little bit (laughs) sounds weird to say but he was turning yellow Mm -hmm. like he had jaundice a little bit and so we had to get we had to like get some things checked out he went to the doctor got some blood tests and then just because he had to get held in the hospital basically for i think it was like three days just because they needed to like run tests and stuff and it was easier i guess in new york city it's just ridiculous to try and get anything scheduled so unless you're in the hospital system you don't have priority for anything basically so we had to stay overnight for like uh, yeah i think it was like three days three nights at least um so that was scary just because like we didn't really know what was going on and now we've kind of got it figured out and things are fine like i said but um yeah at that time it was just like it was also very (laughs) i forgot about this part it was very inconvenient not that his health obviously that comes first but we were actually it was the week it was the week after my birthday that's not important but i say that because the next weekend after my birthday we were gonna go on like a joint birthday trip because his birthday is the week before mine Mm -hmm. and um we were gonna go to the dominican republic that weekend but it was literally the that tuesday that we like found out everything and he had to stay in the hospital so we had to just like cancel everything and like i think it's postponed so it's fine but yeah it was just like a really stressful week because i had to like figure out all the trip logistics and like getting all of that canceled or moved and obviously he was in the hospital and so it was just a stressful time but um i was definitely afraid just because we didn't know what was going on um but everything's okay
1: so glad it's okay now but yeah it's scary when somebody we love and care about and we're having to deal with logistics while we're wondering what's going to happen with them yeah and he was just yeah
2: i was like because we lived together so i was just kind of alone for like that it felt like a whole week but we were both just kind of on our own and so it was really tough because again like we just there was so much unknown Mm -hmm.
1: yeah yeah definitely would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something?
2: Yes, um, kind of when I told you about my drum corps thing. Yeah. So so yeah, I did, I spent, uh, well drum corps was in my life for about five years, but I spent four summers uh, in this activity called Drum Corps International, and it's basically, as weird as it sounds, it's like a professional marching band league, and so there's about 25 groups that are based all across the u.s mine was based in california and we were called the santa clara vanguard and that was really a turning point in my life for me because when i first joined all you have to do is audition you audition for a group you make it in and then once you make it in uh in january i believe then every month leading up to may basically so once a month you would meet up with the group and in this case our base was in california so i would go to california and we would basically meet up for a whole weekend and rehearse and like learn music learn part of the show that we were the production that we were going to be performing all summer um and at this time in my life i when i first joined i was 17 and then i had turned 18 like shortly after i believe but i mean i was just so young that it really turned me it like I think it fully turned me into the person I am today, Mm -hmm. like, in terms of really caring about people, spending a lot of time with people, um, and just, like, having a good time. Because it was, I mean, each drum corps is, what, 100, 150 people each? Oh, wow. That's a lot. Maybe it's 100. I can't remember the exact number. Not 20. It's a a big group. (laughs) And we travel all together uh, in what is it, like, four different charter buses. Uh, we, c- we bring all of our equipment with us, and then every stop that we make, we stay at, like, what's it called? Like, high schools, basically. That's what houses us. And uh, we all sleep in the gym. So we carry our... We bring our sleep e- sleeping equipment with us in, in addition to our clothes and everything. So we, you know, arrive to the school. Sometimes it's, like, the middle of the night. Sometimes it's earlier in the evening. And then we pump up our airbeds, basically, And we all sleep in the gym together. There's like a guy's side and a girl's side. And, um, you know, you get very close with these people very quickly because we also, I mean, as weird as it sounds, like we have to use the high school locker rooms to shower. So it's like you're showering with these complete strangers. And I was, again, like 17, 18 years old, like still trying to figure out who I was. And I just had met so many great people because it's international. It's from all over the world. So I got to really meet people Mm -hmm. from all backgrounds, of all ages, from... What 17 to 21, and um, a lot of the older members really just kind of took me under their wing, and I really appreciated that. So, that was definitely like a huge part of my life, obviously, and also the reason I got my first tattoo. Um, and yeah, I just think back on all those years, and I still have so many lifelong friends from that activity, and like so many memories that we've shared together because you tr- like these people, you truly struggle and also succeed and also you know cry and everything together so and we spend what is it like 85 days together for a Mm -hmm. summer and again it's like a lot of people so and every year it's a different group because different people get in different people age out um so yeah over across four years I was able to meet so many people not just from my group but from other groups because we all go through um our years at the same time and I learned a lot, you know, not just about other people and about the world, but about who I was and what was important to me and, yeah, everything like that. It's really It was really a lot cool. of fun, yeah.
1: No, that's awesome, and I know I'm glad, glad that people get to hear that. I know we chatted about it before, mm-hmm. but, yeah, it's such a neat experience to be able to just be – with people Mm -hmm. and need to learn to work together yes that's exactly what it is it's like
2: we're all working towards one collective goal which Mm -hmm. is really special Mm -hmm. because we're all performing the same show Um, but it's yeah I mean it's a lot of work and we're outside for like 12 hours a day because everything happens outside in terms of rehearsals like we get really bad tan lines all the things (laughs) it's really bad I usually get a sock tan and it would look like I was wearing shoes without my (laughs) like with my head bare feet it was bad
1: (laughs) yeah that's I, I feel that <laughs> <So> that's cool, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's awesome. And just in a way to to have that experience and and the international aspect mm-hmm. of like getting to have that connection and that time and that growth those those years or those five years oh, yeah. between seventeen and twenty one like they make so much of us. Yes. And it's to be able to spend them in such an open way is is really cool. Yeah. So it was yeah, fun. Makes sense. So, you have known me for a little bit. We've grown closer than maybe most people would in a few <laughs> days, but um what is something you think you and I have in common?
2: I think we have a lot in common. I think that we, you know, we're both very much people who do things, you know? We're doers. We like to get shit done. We know how to kind of not command a room, I would say, but like mm-hmm. how to control a room. Mm-hmm. Um, We yeah I think that we're both very aligned in terms of like how we carry ourselves Mm -hmm. you know we're very confident strong women and I think that you know I know that you I think that in your regular life at least what I know of you and what I've heard and seen on everything else like I think that we're very similar and that we work very hard Um, you like to keep yourself busy I, I do too sometimes in a bad way but you know I think that in that sense, we are very similar. I think we've had, we just have very similar ways of doing things, mm-hmm. you know, of ways of living life, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think that it manifests in a lot of different things. But I mean, yeah, I was honest, I I, I haven't like sat down to think about this. But now that I am, it's like, I'm kind of surprised at how much we do kind of have in common, you know, like, it's a bit, aside yeah. <laughs> from our height and yeah. size, like, yeah, we do kind of just it's so yeah it's been super easy and like obviously rooming together i it's not easy to room with someone in a tiny little cabin on a boat but it hasn't even been an issue you know
1: yeah yeah it's so like random to like not random but like at first i would say i love that you pulled out like um able to like command control a room but like get things done and like Yes, like we're both very capable and I see it's that so much capable, in you. That's what it is. Uh, so much in you of being able to like rally everybody, communicate <sighs> what needs to be done, but in so much love. You do that with so much care and and thought and it's not like a, it's not a I need to be in control. It's a, all right, let's just, how can we work together? What do yeah. we need to initiate? I mean, you do What do, do we too. need to do step? Yeah. yeah. It's cool. <laughs> I, I love sharing this. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's neat how much I feel like we do have in common. And, yeah. And for women, I feel like, it's so... It shouldn't be rare. Yeah. But it's so unbelievably rare that, like... It's very true. Yeah, we can just drop two of us that have never really met before, yeah. have a zero ounce of any drama Literally. at all in this entire week. Yeah. Sharing a bed, sharing clothes, sharing, sharing yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's hard
2: being the only two women out here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, we, we lucked out. We have, like, some amazing guys yeah. with us. So, yeah. yeah. But it is. It's just... It's it's absolutely been amazing. It's an honor to share so much yeah, with you. Yeah, I feel like the
2: things that we have in common, we have in common, but then the differences that we have really balance each other out. You yeah, know?
1: definitely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you're stuck. We got lifelong friends here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. Um, what is something you are looking forward to? Is there a time frame? Nope. Whatever um, it is. I'm looking forward
2: to, you know, just like going forward from this trip, honestly, mm-hmm. because you know, I told you this when we first arrived together at the beginning of this trip, but this is the first time that I've ever done anything kind of like, I don't know how to say it, like a paid job, you Mm -hmm. know, paid, but, (laughs) (laughs) but like, I haven't been able to, I've never traveled in order to work for a brand and Mm -hmm. I love it obviously. And I love just waking up every day and creating content it's like every day is the same thing but a different flavor which i have not gotten tired of even after this whole week and yeah i'm just really looking forward to like what happens after this you know like not only just like finally getting into all the content and like editing photos and all that which is going to take a while but (laughs) but like i mean aside from the memories and just everything that we did here and how much fun we had like I am really excited to have all this new work that I can showcase, like share with you guys and collaborate with and like, just, yeah. I don't have any expectations really for what happens after this, but I'm excited, you know, Mm. and I'm looking forward to it. So, you know, I don't know what I'm looking forward to, but (laughs) I'm just looking forward to, and also very sad about this trip ending. (laughs) But I'm excited to, again, get into the content kind of figure out what i want to do with all of this and like stay in touch with you guys obviously and i look forward to seeing you all again that's what i'm looking forward to
1: yeah i love that i love that <laughs> so much yeah same like I'm um, yeah so if you're listening i mean definitely follow along on instagram (laughs) we're gonna all be posting way too much content from this enjoy it a lot of Um, blue a lot of beautiful blue and and we're we're not the least bit sorry about it (laughs) 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 but yeah it is it's just it's amazing and i'm i'm excited for that too to just see everybody again even though we haven't left yet it's just we've got a really cool bond with everybody here so
2: i can tell you i'm not looking forward to getting back to the new york winter
1: yeah it's not gonna be warm no i'm very sad (laughs) i mean
2: i thought it was gonna be a little warmer than it is here but it's been an amazing what like 80 degrees every day yeah we're
1: not suffering too bad
2: (laughs) fair enough yeah
1: Um, On the other end of that, is there anything you wish uh, was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today?
2: I don't think I have a good answer for that because I feel like I'm just pretty content with everything right now. Like, maybe the the closest thing would be, like, my full-time job, unfortunately. I don't hate my full-time job. I actually really like it, and I think I for being technically my first full-time job like I think I like it and enjoy it a lot more than most people enjoy their first full-time job but you know it's just like some of those days when I just really I wake up and I'm like I just really don't want to go to work today or like there's just so many things I have to do and not a lot of time and I try not to let any of that really stress me out but I feel like that's the only kind of thing I can think about you know like I mean, obviously, I don't want this trip to be over. Like, there's not many other things that are, that I can think of right now that are, like, continuous or happening right now that I would want to be over. Um, and I don't necessarily want my full-time job to be over either, but sometimes I just wish it wasn't there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't we all, you Fair know? Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> that's that's cool. That's a neat place to be in life, to just be like, actually, I like everything. Yeah,
2: I'm content, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't hate anything and I don't love, but I don't love everything. But,
1: you know, that's a good middle ground. Yeah. And I think if we loved every single aspect of every single day, we might be not being super honest with ourselves. Yeah. yeah. It's fair. Um, What would you say makes you feel known and valued? Maybe just when people
2: actually, yeah, I think probably when people know that I care you know because you know again back on the same theme like I really do care about lots of things and if that's not known or not um, understood it's really hard on me because then it's like okay what did I do to make them not feel this way or feel a certain way that isn't the way I intended so I think that you know knowing when people um not only just understand but can i guess i don't know if appreciate is the right word but like appreciate that you know i'm in it and you know i'm present Mm -hmm. and i do care about them and about our time together that's what makes me feel known Mm -hmm. and also valued because it's like that's what i you know that's how i want to make people feel or like (laughs) i mean this is kind of dumb but i actually got a card uh, it was a joint birthday card, actually, from my friend. And it was for me and my boyfriend because, again, our birthdays are like a week apart. Um, and he put a quote in it. It's so cheesy. But he, <laughs> he wrote a card, and it was, like, very simple and whatnot. But he put the quote in that was, um, you won't always remember the things that you did with some people, but you'll always remember the way that they made you feel. And he kind of just put that into our card to express his relationship with us. And I thought that was really sweet. So no. that's kind of just how I feel uh, makes me feel known and valued is when people understand that or pe- people appreciate that I do care and that, you know, I made them feel a certain way.
1: Yeah, definitely. I can resonate with that a lot. Like knowing that you say, I'm trying to put this out. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to how I want someone else to feel yeah and to know that they're able to communicate that back it's like okay I'm being understood yes exactly yeah that's there's there's a lot of value in that yeah yeah very cool so you've mentioned New York I know that's where <laughs> you head back to um but where do you call home and what makes it home to you
2: uh yeah so Austin Texas is my home uh it always will be I really love New York uh in the past mm, almost year and a half that I've been there but austin is home i mean i was born and raised there grew up there i really got to see the change that it went through which was really drastic over the years um what makes it home for me is the way that i remember growing up before everything changed like i don't know because i also don't you know i don't know the way that other people grew up in their hometowns and i don't know their experience but i do feel like my experience growing up in austin was, I don't know if it was common or if it was uh, unusual, but I think it was very unique. And I, I really do have an appreciation for that fact, even now that I'm older, because I do kind of see that Austin was a really special place for me, especially Uh, like, you know, for example, I think about my upbringing and my childhood, like food has always been a big part of it because I feel like the Austin food scene was kind of you know not the I'm not saying it's the best but it was always kind of wonky and like interesting and that's really what kept me uh excited to like discover new places and so I always grew up kind of a foodie in that sense but also like one one instance that I'm thinking of is like I started going to Austin City Limits which is like the music festival my first year that I had ever went I think I was in like seventh grade which is like pretty young. You know, You're I was really like a kid. A yeah, <laughs> I was a kid in a music festival and That's awesome. It was it's a funny story actually because um I think this is still the same rule, but basically the rule for ACL is if you are 10 and under, age 10 and under, you actually get in for free. Um you don't have to buy a ticket, so you can go with your parents or whatever. Um so when I was in 7th grade, I was 13, I believe. But I had gone uh, with a friend and his parents were already inside of the festival so they met us at the gate and they were just like all right kids come on in and so we me and my friend passed as 10 years old because i was tiny obviously i always have been being five
1: feet tall yes
2: <laughs> and i definitely still looked like a 10 year old even though i was 13. so that was the, i remember that was the first year that i went to acl and i honestly i have re- went every single year after that until i moved away basically so You know, that's just one instance of, like, being able to grow up in Austin in a place that's so fun and exciting and strange. And um, it was really different back then, and uh, the population has changed a little bit with all the people moving in. But, um, yeah, I mean, aside from, obviously, my family being there, which makes it very much feel like home, I think that just the character of Austin as a city is what made it home for me. But again, it's just hard for me to explain because I don't really know how other people would characterize their hometown cities, you know? Mm. But for me, it was like, I would go walk around. Like we didn't really hang out at the mall. We hung out at like the outdoor shopping centers, like downtown because they were cool and they had lots of wall murals and like ice cream shops and like cool food and whatever. Um, There are just lots of iconic places that I grew up with. And Now they're just so popular and iconic to everyone outside of Texas. (laughs) But it's like, I think about when I was, you know, again, in like
1: elementary, middle school, growing up with those things. Um,
2: Yeah, the character of the city is what makes it home for me. That's really cool. I love that.
1: Yeah, it's probably kind of fun to be like, these are tourist spots and this is where I hung out as a kid. Literally, yeah. (laughs) It's
2: crazy to think about. Like now they really are tourist spots, but we would just like walk by and like hang out all the time.
1: (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, what is something you wish you didn't struggle with?
2: I feel like this one's silly, but (laughs) I really wish I didn't struggle with writing captions. Hmm. Like, I don't know why that's something that I just thought of, or why that's what I decided to say, but I feel like I have so many ideas and so many photos and so many, just like I have so much content that I really wish I put out more often, and like In larger quantities but honestly I think the caption stops me every time like I will I have so many draft posts and I because I just like put together a collection of photos that I like or whatever and then I sit there and I think about the caption but again like I feel like I usually do this during the week and it's like during my full-time job and so I I always kind of like push it off until later and then it just never happens and like then I just don't end up posting as much as I want to, which obviously is not a big deal, and it's not, it's not the end of the world, and that's why I understand that, and I continue to push it off. But I just do feel like I have so much that I want to show and like put out there into the world. But the caption stops me every time. Mm-hmm. Like, I have so many drafts of great photos uh, from like the past, however many months since like before summer, and I just haven't figured out how to post them and then it's like once it gets past a certain time like again I have I'm thinking of a draft that I have from my trip to Europe this summer and now it's like okay well how am I gonna bring this photo back up when it's from so long ago you know and, and how am I gonna find a caption that relates to either the time back then or even the time now like yeah I don't know it's something silly but it's definitely something
1: I really struggle with and I I think that that's what keeps me from posting a lot more than I would. You I just, yeah. are such an awesome person, and you have such <laughs> a beautiful message to put out into the world. So I'm excited to see you just start doing that more. And <laughs> hopefully, yeah, as we, you know, chat about our some of our different strengths and weaknesses, that <laughs> definitely... One I love to write. Yeah, so you. We're gonna chat about that.
2: Like, we're gonna we're gonna chat about that. This trip, like, I don't even see you writing, and then all of a sudden, there's a post up, and the <laughs> caption is like a novel. I'm like, oh my
1: god. <laughs> I mean, it's you take pictures in a beautiful way, and and yeah, we all sure have too. things that that pop into our heads differently. Yeah. So, it's cool. I'm excited to chat more about that. Yeah, you that. have to teach me. No, you too. <laughs> yeah, I've learned so much from you in this week already yeah, so that's cool yeah thanks for sharing that though I think I, I think that's something a lot of people can relate to not just whether it's in social media mm-hmm. but in any aspect of like yeah. hey I have something I know I want to share and I know I want to yes. put out into the world exactly. but how do I do it yeah I don't know what is this how does it relate to other people yes. or how does it is, does it convey fully who I am And what's really important to me. So I think it's. I really appreciate you. Just your honesty in that. Because it might seem silly as you say it. But I think it's so real. And it's something. Yeah. Because
2: I think you're right. That it kind of does manifest in other things in my life. Not just the social media part. But there are so many things. Honestly I'm not super good with words either. And Mm. like there's so many things that I want to put out more. um, And it just never ends up going out there. Because I stop myself every time.
1: So Hmm. yeah. well. I'm excited to hear more and I hear so much. I get to see so much of you (laughs) and I think it's just, it'll be cool. I think it's, it is, it's something that so many people feel and understand Mm -hmm. of like, how do I make sure that people hear me for how I want to be heard? Mm -hmm. And I want them to hear you for who you are (laughs) because you're amazing. So thank you. Yeah, that's cool. Um, What is something you used to struggle with, but don't anymore or have grown in?
2: I mean, maybe it's not something that I don't, struggle with anymore but again kind of like see it a little differently um you know I think a lot of us struggle with this but just comparing (laughs) comparison on social media and just seeing all the things and like I totally know I feel like I totally am able to see both sides of it because you know obviously like we're we're on this trip right now and like I don't, I don't know if I have, this is the most random week to travel, first of all. So <laughs> like sure. no one else is anywhere at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that, you know, some of the things that I have posted, I know that I have also felt the same way on the other side. Mm-hmm. Like seeing my friend or someone just like, oh, having such a great time and like a beautiful destination and where the weather's warm or whatever. And like being at, like if I were back in New York at home, I would be, (laughs) I would struggle, you know, with, like, not just, not even just, like, the comparison of, like, oh, I wish I was there, but just, like, oh, I just wish I wasn't here right now, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that's, again, like, something that probably a lot of us struggle with, and I definitely still struggle with it, but, again, I'm kind of able to see it differently because I feel it on both sides, I know that it's not something that should, bother me or like that I should struggle with but I just kind of tell myself like you know like we all have very different lives and very different timelines and even if this person or whatever is on a trip having the time of their life like that's also been me at some point so I have nothing to not that I have nothing to complain about but it's like there's always gonna be something and there's always gonna be someone with you know living a different life than we are and I've started to like understand that a lot more and just kind of let it go i feel like it used to just like sit within me for much longer you know especially while i was like going through my work day and just being like oh like i don't want to be here i wish i was doing something else um but now it's like i feel it and i i don't want it's like i don't want that person to ever feel like they've made me feel this type of way i don't ever want to be that person for someone else and so I try to just let it all go if that makes sense like yeah I don't know yeah definitely struggle with comparison yeah. uh, a little bit still but again like I think different perspective has helped
1: yeah no makes a ton of sense and yeah I think no matter who we are we all have that moment where we're like oh okay for whatever reason we see someone else and yeah. we think in comparison of where am I in relation to that person mm-hmm. or where where are they in relation to me and yeah. and to just even simply be aware of that and aware of that it's okay to be where you are is yeah. so much growth in that and that's really cool to to see it that way and I, I think it's something that helps a lot of people to <laughs> be like all right other people feel that way too or yeah exactly. I can look at this person and see like their success or mm-hmm. their joy or who they are and be like oh that's human. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to maybe feel a little bit more permission to work through things on their own time. Yes.
2: Like instead of trying, instead of letting that, like, you know, jealousy kind of, or like, uh, what is the feeling? It's not jealousy, it's like just that, like, not being enough feeling. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, it can be like, oh, I'm living vicariously through you, Mm -hmm. you know, celebrating somebody else and appreciating their joy rather than wishing you had that joy yourself. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just appreciating what people get to do in life and knowing that what someone's doing also means it's possible for you too, exactly. Yeah. I love that. What is something you are confident helping someone else through or with?
2: Oh, goodness. Um, I think that. I think that I would like to think <laughs> that I am a good listener and just general mm. advice giver. Like, I think that... I'm not going to say that I've lived through, you know, crazy things and, like, can give life advice for whatever situations. But but I do feel like that I have been through enough and I can kind of step back. I'm very much... What is the word? I am not someone who is easily overwhelmed or easily kind of like what is the word um i think i definitely am good at being able to step back look at the big picture and process like what has happened in whatever situation so with any of the struggles in my life in the past i have really i've like so much appreciated having gone through those things even though they were very difficult because I kind of see the bigger picture and I'm able to understand exactly like what happened what did I do how did it make me feel and what came of it or like what should have been done whatever like I think that I am good at analyzing a situation after the fact it has happened to the point that I am able to kind of give that perspective and at least i hope reasonable advice to other people um i do feel pretty good about that just because again like i haven't lived through everything but the the things that i have lived through i feel like can apply to many different scenarios if that makes sense you know like i've been through drum corps that's like a, a very different unique experience that not a lot of people have been through but it teaches you so much like across the entire spectrum you know like i Yeah, I mean, I just met people from all different backgrounds and walks of life and went through so many different scenarios of struggle and conflict and, like, annoyance (laughs) of, like, so many different, with so many different people that um, it's really helped, again, turn me into the person I am today, but also kind of teach me how to react in certain scenarios. And again, I think that I'm pretty confident in helping other people through Mm -hmm difficult situations uh, mm. listening to them you know making sure i feel like you know just making sure that people feel validated like no feelings are ever invalid you know like everything that someone is feeling is valid in that moment and in any moment and just making sure that that gets communicated i think
1: that i'm confident in that mm-hmm. a thousand percent and yeah you are you're a great listener intently like intentionally like not just I'm listening, I'm not speaking, but like (laughs) I'm listening, I'm engaging in a way that's helpful for that person. Mm -hmm. I'm able to step back and see a big picture. You don't get overwhelmed easily. Um, Yeah, I think that's something that is, just makes you such (laughs) an asset to our whole team, but just such an amazing person as well in that, yeah, you're able to really just view the situation for what it is, step in where it needs to be, Mm -hmm. make sure you're seeing someone else's feelings in that, validating them, caring for them in that. And it's just it's, it's invaluable to me Aww. to be able to experience. So yeah, very much so. <laughs> very cool. So this one's a little bit more fun, All but right. <laughs> if I were to give you $10,000 and you have to spend it down to zero in two weeks and you can't give it away. What are you doing with it? <laughs> um, <laughs> not easier.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, there's like so many things, unfor- this is, this sounds so bad, but there's like so many things on my buy list that I had just have not <laughs> been able to buy because yeah. obviously I'm like not trying to just drop but like (laughs) I really want a new computer you know like that one is something that I've been kind of pushing off for a long time because they're just so expensive like in one because you want to get like like you don't want to get the base model you want to get the add-ons and everything and just macbooks are so expensive so I would definitely buy a new computer and if I had 10,000 to spend I would just ball out (laughs) you know like get the best you know better for photo editing maybe try to get into video editing Mm -hmm. or like anything else that requires a lot of computer power um that's definitely one of them and honestly like at this point in my life i feel like most of my largest expenses are either like diving or photography related if i'm being honest like i had just bought the drone before I came here. And that was like my most recent big purchase that I had been kind of looking forward to and saving up for. And, um, yeah, like I had to kind of bargain with myself to either get the computer or to get the drone, or I was also considering getting a lens before that. But then (laughs) I was like, you know, you don't really ever need a new lens. You just want a new lens. Um, yeah, there's like so many little photography things here and there, But just because photography is so expensive, Uh like it really adds up. But then, you know, I'd also want to get myself a nice pair of freediving fins, like just like equipment, things like that. I don't feel like like honestly, the most the largest expense right now that I can think of that I would really want to spend is probably on a computer. But everything else is like incrementally much smaller. I would just have to like I mean, I guess I would just go on a shopping spree and like and get some new clothes or whatever but because <laughs> clothes yeah. also adds up so yes. easily like, i could get a new wardrobe with ten thousand dollars yeah um and then some yeah yeah oh yeah and then a computer and then <laughs> for sure <laughs>
1: photography stuff yeah we didn't really pick cheap hobbies did we no not at yeah. all diving
2: is also very expensive diving
1: photography videography computers
2: yeah that's i think everything would probably be related to those things
1: yeah so you know Apple if you're listening we're accepting sponsorships we love
2: (laughs) we love partnerships
1: here send it on over
2: (laughs) oh the new Apple watch ultra it's also a dive computer it's crazy I know I've been eyeing it too but again don't have eight eight hundred dollars to drop right now yeah we'll just add that to the list yeah (laughs) um
1: is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love but maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it for the heart you intend it or hear it in a way that you'd want them to
2: I don't know if there's anyone that, like, wouldn't really have the receiving end, honestly. That's really cool. Like, yeah, I'm very fortunate to have a lot of very loving people in my life and that it goes both ways, if that makes sense. So I don't think I have a good answer for that one.
1: No, that is an answer. (laughs) It's a good one. Yeah, that's cool. Um, So maybe that answers this as well. Is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love? Honestly, probably not. Because, again, like, I am a pretty
2: reasonable person. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Like, that's what I think I appreciate a lot about my boyfriend is that he really does kind of tell it to me straight. And that's what I need, you know? Like, he's not afraid to tell me when I'm being dumb, (laughs) when I'm being a stupid bitch. Like, (laughs) like... I I can take it, and he he kind of reasons—he's, like, as reasonable and not easily overwhelmed as I am. Like, he's even more of that. Like, he's very stable emotionally and very, like, rational and is able to kind of think very slow— like, not slowly, but very reasonably in the sense that, like, sometimes I kind of get a little more, like— jump into things very quickly, obviously, like, you know, I just want to, I just want to do it and, like, do things, (laughs) and he's like, okay, chill out, (laughs) like, (laughs) let's think about this, and no, like, basically, he's just, he's the voice of reason, you know, Mm -hmm. and so that's what I really appreciate, so I guess, like, is there anything that I wouldn't be able to take very well? I don't think so, because I think that he has kind of already been doing that for me, you know, like... There's so many things where I was making – or so many situations where I was, like, making lots of important decisions, and he's always there to kind of just, like, reason it out. And even if it's not what I want to hear, because I always do try to, you know, obviously fish for the answer that I want, he he won't always give it to me, which is good.
1: Hmm. That's cool. That's awesome. It's amazing having a partner like that in your life that just, like, loves you enough to be real and – help you become the best version of yourself oh yeah very real (laughs) (laughs) it's cool um what would you say makes you feel at peace honestly like
2: it's kind of something like this like kind of being out in nothing you know like whether it's not really having much going on or like i don't know how to explain it just like being out in nature i guess whether it's like in the ocean Like, even today in the cave, I just kind of, like, floated there for a little bit and I was like, wow, this is so nice. Like, just being in the water or being able to just breathe, you know, like, this week especially has been so nice just because, like, I did obviously take off some days for work and I was able to finally just not think about any of that. Like, didn't check my computer for work at all and, like, was just able to breathe and enjoy the time here. I think that... Just being able to not think about my to do list, maybe that's what brings me peace. And mm. typically, that manifests in like a situation or an environment like this, like mm. where we're, in this case, literally in the middle of nowhere,
1: <laughs> or just like. Apparently anchored somewhere at sea in the Yeah, yeah. or yeah. like
2: where it's just quiet and, you know, the things that you would imagine would bring you peace. I think mm. there's nothing there's nothing crazy or ridiculous about what brings me peace. I think it's probably along the same lines as most people, but I feel, I can say that I've felt very at
1: peace this whole trip. So Mm. that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad for you to have that. Being
2: disconnected is nice. You know, when we've Mm -hmm. not had service here and there, like it's just nice.
1: Yeah. Not complaining. Yeah. happy to see my screen time be at pretty much at zero. (laughs) So so true. (laughs) I didn't even think about it. I need to check mine. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Hmm would you say that life feels steady or uncertain for you right now
2: um good question I think a little bit of both I would say probably more steady than uncertain but I think that I'm almost trying to make it uncertain (laughs) if that makes sense (laughs) because (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) because yeah again like I I kind of want to just figure out really what I want my life to look like like I don't know if, I, I don't know if necessarily anything drastic is ever going to happen, but I just don't think that working a corporate job my whole life is what I'm supposed to do, and so I'm trying to figure that out, but, you know, I think I do have some time, and I don't want to rush things, but at the same time, I also don't want to get complacent, and like, not miss out on opportunity, but like, you know, again, back to, the beginning of all this when we talked about the kind of life I want to live and not having that regret at the end of my life like that needs to start at some point you know I can't just keep pushing it off so
1: Hmm.
2: yeah I don't know I think right now it's very stable you know like I haven't even been at my job for two years yet so I definitely want to hit some milestones like get more experience and get some more of the things that I want out Mm -hmm. of that working experience but then at the same time like i don't want to deprive myself of being able to live the life that i want to live and being able to travel to the places that i want to go um i don't want to get complacent and deprive myself of that when that's truly what i want to do you know so we'll see stay tuned (laughs) we'll do could be very uncertain very soon but (laughs) right
1: now it's okay (laughs) fair enough i love that um, so this is always my slightly loaded question. She's <laughs> like, oh dear, <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> in case the rest weren't. <laughs> um, is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that normally they wouldn't receive, uh, while coming from you <laughs> as a woman? Whether it's a uh, compliment, criticism, wisdom, Ooh, encouragement. this one's
2: interesting. Um... No, it's just funny because, like, obviously we're the two women on this trip and, like, <laughs> there have been so many things happening that I'm just, like, why are boys, like, why do they exist? Like, what what do I want to say?
1: <laughs> I'm curious what
2: what instances don't. are
1: going through your mind right now.
2: <laughs> I mean, so, I just... No, yeah,
1: go like, I won't derail that.
2: I think about this sometimes, too, because, I mean, this is... I don't want to generalize, but boys just eat so much. <laughs> like, not just talking about this trip where we were about to buy like eight cartons of eggs that would not fit in our fridge. And they were like, yeah, we can go through like a box a day, a morning. And, I was, and they actually and did. They did. But I mean, I think about this too. Like, before I had a boyfriend, for example, like, I was so good on my grocery budget and just like i could sustain myself off of a third of what we buy now (laughs) and it's just like now i have to buy (laughs) i mean it's fine obviously but it's just like if i was just shopping for myself everything would look so drastically different and i just i mean i get it boys gotta eat then gotta grow whatever but it just (laughs) blows my mind i think it's also it doesn't help that i'm a tiny human and i don't feel like i require that much food or water obviously (laughs) the water thing we're working on (laughs) i've only had you're on gallon two i'm on gallon two for the whole week
1: i'm on my fifth
2: (laughs) (laughs) but i'm okay i'm not still alive so i'm alive but yeah i think i'm just i've just yeah like growing up and everything in my household of most of all girls like except for my dad like I just never required a lot you know like very low maintenance very just like reasonable like food and needs whatever generally and so yeah coming into like quote the real world and like <laughs> seeing boys in their natural habitat it blows my mind
1: <laughs> like, Love that. Yeah. not just yeah
2: just the eating and like the <laughs> the way of living, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, fun it's just funny.
1: Yeah, they're a good time. Yes, they definitely they can put their eggs away. Oh, um, yeah. but they also all really do an amazing job pitching in, washing dishes, I just cleaning smelled. up. Yeah, they were, they were making, making new toast. <laughs> I'm about to go make <laughs> some after this. <laughs> definitely, it's our uh, <laughs> it's our staple, it's our staple snack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't know how you feel about large audiences or speaking before people, but if you were to be before a large audience and share a message life lesson a bit of advice or wisdom what would you share (laughs) i feel like i already used it earlier you're allowed Um, to repeat yourself
2: (laughs) yeah i mean i have so i think that i in the instances that i have spoken in front of people not a lot but uh for example my high school graduation (laughs) I spoke at, like, a smaller graduation ceremony. It was, like, for the, um, we had an international baccalaureate program, and it was, like, a smaller subset of our graduating class, and, um, I, I did a speech, like, for that, along with a couple other people, and, um, yeah, I had to go through all this, because it's, like, graduation speeches usually suck, and I really had to figure out, like, okay, what's not cheesy, but, like, just cheesy enough, um, (laughs) I had mostly kind of drawn inspiration from this one short film that I really like. I haven't seen it in a while. We should watch it. Um, it's called World of Tomorrow by, I think it's Don Herzinger. I can't remember if I'm saying that right, but it's just like a short little animated film. It's like little stick figures almost. and. Um, It's very, it can be kind of dark and existentialist, but at the end, there are some really great quotes and some really good, like, overall lessons that I directly quoted in my speech um, because they just really stuck with me. Um, And it was, I'm embarrassed because I can't remember the exact quote, but it was basically, like, just inspirational quotes for like live the life you're living now because you know people who are (laughs) again this is kind of a dark film so it's like it's basically like what is the quote i wish i could look it up right now or something but it's basically just like live the life you're living now because the dead can't live right now like i don't know how to say it but yeah you should go look it up it's called world of tomorrow it's great (laughs) um and And then the other instance is again kind of going back to that concept of time so uh in another very small group speech that i gave i um i had referenced actually a more recent film there's a docu series on netflix about bill gates i think it's like inside bill's brain or something like that and uh in like the first episode they talk about this is kind of where i kind of drew all the value of time but In the first episode they talk about how bill gates is on time to every meeting every commitment to the minute uh even though his schedule is packed all day obviously because he understands that time is finite like we don't get more of it even the richest person in the world bill gates he can't buy it with money like it's the only thing he cannot buy for himself basically and um that really stuck with me because it's just like yeah like time is so important and like what we do with it because I mean, not only could we die tomorrow, but like we only have so much of it. We don't know when we're going to be out of time. And again, like it's so finite. And so I think that's where I I did talk about that like concept with like Bill Gates and just the value of time um, because that's kind of how I also viewed it. And it's very important to me. So again, that's kind of just the life lesson is just like be really picky with where you spend your time. Um, show up for people in your life because that's what matters and the people in your life um, because yeah really once you kind of get to the end of your life the only thing that you really gather are memories and people Mm. Um, like you won't be (laughs) unfortunately I won't be taking my cameras to the grave you know (laughs) like the things that you buy are not going to be the things that you carry with you through life so Mm. it's always just the time that you spend with people the people in your life and the memories you make with them
1: I love that. Yeah, that's some really amazing advice. So if you're listening, listen up. Yeah, value that time. Yes. Value the people in front of you, and morbid or not, what are you really taking with you to your grave, and what are you leaving behind? Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. What is something you wish people knew about your culture, however you would define mm, that?
2: That's a good one. Um, so I'm from Taiwan, which is just a tiny little island off of uh, the coast of China, and as difficult as it is for I would say most people to understand like we really do have our own culture like having been to both countries (laughs) it's so different you know like obviously I'm biased and like pro-Taiwan because that's where I'm from and I I just grew up going there and I love it Uh, and it really is so drastically different like the whole environment and the feel and the vibe of each place is so different, even though they're just like ti- like less than an inch apart on a map, probably. Um, but and I would you're say you're talking just,
1: about difference between Taiwan and China. Yes, yeah. just because for like, those listening yeah, yeah, to cause clarify, people, yeah,
2: because yeah, <laughs> people kind of like group those as the same thing, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously, like Taiwan is uh, a republic of China, and so you know, there's lots of conflict there, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, like I think that people in general probably don't really understand the culture of Taiwan and that's okay because it is a tiny island. Um, but maybe what I wish people understood is that (laughs) it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like nothing really specific, I guess, just Mm -hmm. that it is so different. Like we, I, I don't believe that we should be grouped within the same category because i mean and this is going to sound ridiculous but i feel like even i can you know see the difference in like the way that people look not in any good or bad way but like just different yeah yeah just like how other asian countries you know everyone looks different from their specific country and i feel like i can also even tell the difference between like even just people from china versus taiwan and um maybe just that like something about my culture that i wish people knew is just that it is its own culture. Hmm. You know, Taiwan is so specific. Like, we have so much of our own food culture that all originated from Taiwan, and people don't even know it. Like, I think technically the original, like, boba milk tea is from Taiwan. Like, the classic, just like, black milk tea. And then we have beef noodle soup, we have mango shaved ice, we have so many different things. It's so good. But <laughs> but people don't know that, you know? It's like, people can never tell you, like, what Taiwanese food is. But there's so many things that are only found in Taiwan and I wish more people knew about it because mm. it's so good
1: yeah I, I think that's it's such an important thing to bring up but just an awareness of another culture yeah so for sure for sure and if you need any food inspiration Sarah's great at sharing all of that so <laughs> I food um what is something you love about your culture um the food <laughs> <laughs> just like case in point <laughs>
2: yeah no that's probably one of my favorite things like when we go back I just like have a list of everything that we need to eat and We just have so many options like every single day, even though it's a tiny island, you know, like I Love that in Taiwan, you know, you can get everything. It's an island. So obviously there's beautiful beaches There's a lot of water um, and at water sports and whatever but then if you go towards the center of the island, it's all mountains So almost kind of like Hawaii, if you think about it, like in the mountain, in the mountainous area, it's just like completely different. Like we have beautiful green mountains, also Rocky mountains. And um, I love that we have both, but then obviously like along the coast and like a little bit further inland, we have all the big cities. So I love that we kind of have a little bit of everything, you know, like beach, mountains, city, like seclusion and indigenous people, but also city people and large corporate work offices, whatever, Um, but yeah, again, I think my favorite thing is probably the food because it is such a distinct food culture that people don't really know about, but again, it's just, everything is amazing. Adding it to the list of things
1: to eat when we get yes. back. Yes, yes. <laughs> also, you need to go there. You need to go visit. It's All right, beautiful. we can do that. We'll <laughs> add that okay. to a trip list. Done. <laughs> Take zero convincing. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything about your culture that you're not proud of?
2: I will admit, I don't think I know a lot about, like, my ancient culture. You know, like, I don't know about what happened when Taiwan kind of became not separate from china because it's still not but like kind of became its own entity um i don't know how all of that happened um so i don't know if i have a good answer for that because right now i know that there is some tension and that's kind of all that it's come to like i think it kind of died down but obviously taiwan people are always going to consider themselves independent but i don't know what's gonna happen
1: with that so it's hmm. yeah thanks for sharing that mm-hmm do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life no <laughs> definitely
2: not um because I really feel like my purpose could be so many different things mm-hmm. and so I think that okay. I'm you know again still trying to figure it out uh yeah like life is very stable right now as we said but I think that my purpose purpose maybe isn't supposed to be stable you know but again trying to figure that out especially and it's especially difficult because in my life at this point it's not just me I have to think about you know like I've been with my boyfriend now for three and a half almost four years and you know things are great and so it's not just about me anymore so even if like, 100% stable is not for me. Um, I would say 100% stable is also not for him, but, you know, we're trying to figure out that percentage. <laughs> so, yeah, like, the question is, do I know my purpose in life? Th- definitely not. Um, definitely still working on it because very ambiguous. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll see. I don't it's know. Fair. Yeah, it's tough. Very much tough so. tough out there. And being in New York is also... A blessing and a curse because everyone loves to work in new york (laughs) and everyone's always hustling and doing something and like going somewhere or like being in some part of exclusive club or whatever and so it's kind of it's really exciting in that sense that there's always so many things going on and i have so much opportunity but it's also really confusing because then it's like oh, like there's so many things that I would love to do and then I do them, but then it's like, okay, well now I'm not really progressing in any aspect, so mm. I kind of have to like zero in on what I really want and that's really hard. Yeah, goes back to
1: you saying time's finite. Yeah. We kind of have to yeah, choose. Yeah,
2: But then again, it's like a balance of
1: trying to spend the time
2: wisely, but then also not rush through it to where I'm not either enjoying it or like, being hasty with my decisions you know it's a very tough balance to manage
1: yeah very much yeah Yeah, and I so appreciate what you said too just about you know finding that balance of being in a relationship with differences yeah I think that's I I find them to be such strengths yeah as somebody in a relationship in a similar way there's (laughs) there's so many differences within me and my partner but I think it it is such a strength to have those differences yeah, and to yeah, embrace yeah, them in sure. each other, support them in each other and yeah. see that and celebrate them. Yeah. So I love it that you get to do that. And, and having a cool.
2: compromise turns you kind of into, it again goes back to what you said about becoming that better person. You mm-hmm. know, like, it's hard and it's definitely, you know, it's hard to not be selfish. Like, you really have to consider this other person for all the life decisions you make, but mm-hmm. that's what kind of pushes you to become who you are and who you want to be
1: yeah very much so
2: yeah hmm.
1: so i i kind of already know the answer to this one but i'm gonna ask <laughs> it for everybody else uh do you have a favorite tattoo and if so why <laughs> um
2: that's actually oh, it's tough co- well i only have two and so obviously the first one that i got was for drum corps which is so important to me but i will say i it's really hard for me to explain it when people ask because mm-hmm. it's like how do I tell them that it's professional marching band without telling them that it's professional marching band? (laughs) Um, it's always really tough to describe. And so sometimes I just like tell them what it is, but then I'm like, yeah, but it's a long story. I'm not going to get into it (laughs) because I get so lazy. It's like one of those things that's really hard to explain without like a video demonstration. Um, but I think that that one definitely means more you know like it was the first one i got it was really the at that point in my life the only thing that i ever felt compelled to tattoo on my body permanently but it really did mean that much to me that i was like i'm gonna do it and when i told when i told my mom for example that i wanted to get this tattoo and um i told her what it was and everything she basically was like or no wait she i told her that i wanted to get it and then she was like why she asked me why and I basically told her all the things and like what it meant to me blah blah blah. and she was like okay that's fine you know like because I because she knew that it meant so much to me and so um yeah I mean definitely that one but I really do love you know we already talked about Austin my hometown <laughs> yeah. and that's what my other tattoo is about um and I love it because so it's an Austin salamander which are um endemic to Austin they only live in the Barton Springs Uh, like Edwards Aquifer um, because of that environment and so um, yeah that's why I got it because you know I was born there grew up there and it's obviously there's less and less quote local people there so I kind of wanted to remind like get something to remind me and uh, of where I'm from and what's home but also nothing too um, obvious you know (laughs) the other option was like a texas outline with a star in austin yeah (laughs) maybe a little off code. (laughs) yeah coordinates
1: maybe no yeah yeah, fair enough okay we'll rethink (laughs) that (laughs) no that's cool i love that um what is something you've accomplished that you're really proud of um okay so drum corps
2: (laughs) so when On my not my age out year because I actually didn't March my last year that I was eligible because I surprised I went and did an internship instead Um, which is hard because I kind of regret it but I also don't because if I hadn't done that internship I also wouldn't be where I am now in like the job that I'm doing so it's really just like a a tough decision but anyways um, 2018 was the last year that I did drum corps and I was actually the what's it called the one of the section leaders in the percussion section for our front ensemble so I was really proud of that because um you know, I had I was very much like a younger person in the group. I had joined when I was 17, which most people at the time, I think when I was in the group, were at least like minimum 20 years old. Mm-hmm. So I was very much like one of the younger people. Um, but then yeah, by the time it was 2018, that season I was section leader, even though I was not the oldest person. And so I was really proud of that and I really had so much fun with it. Like it was, it was a great experience in every way. Um, and not only that, but that summer um, our group the Santa Clara Vanguard won first place so again there's like 25 different groups and um, it's tough competition like we compete with each other throughout the entire summer Uh, basically we basically stop in different cities and do shows and everyone's on their own tour route but um, whoever is in the same place at the same time obviously at like set locations we all compete in a show together and you're like scored on all these different scales and um then by the end of the summer uh like in august early august every group uh ends up in indianapolis indianapolis indiana and we um we all compete at lucas oil stadium where the Colts play and um yeah we all compete for first place so there's a quarterfinals semifinals and then uh finals competition like over three days and um So you have to make it into each round, but then once you're in the finals, uh, there's only one winner. And that was us in 2018, which I'm super proud of. And again, is why it means so much to me because every person in that group, like all 150 of us, like we all were working towards that. And we we knew what it took. And that was the beauty of the whole thing is that it really didn't matter what one person in the group did. It just mattered what we all did together, you Mm -hmm. know, to kind of get to that point um yeah it was one of the best like memories that I have like we just were so happy and once you win because um, everyone performs once that night on finals night obviously um but if you win they do this thing called a victory run where you get to perform again because everyone wants to see the winning show again and um that's like the craziest feeling because you've already won so you kind of (laughs) you you know yeah everyone's just like fucking around on the field (laughs) like it's super fun and we're all like yelling at each other because nothing matters (laughs) it was amazing so yeah that's that's definitely one of the things i'm most proud of but yeah it's just so interesting because it is a very niche activity um but for the people who know you know Mm -hmm. like it's a big deal among like The high school band communities because it's just like it's the highest level of marching band you can get to, you know. And so, it's just a lot of nerd stuff, but (laughs) it's a lot of fun.
1: I love that. No, it's so cool. You shared something in there too that it's not, it's not what we do. It's what we do together, Mm -hmm. and I love that. I really love that. I think that just brings out a cool thing. Yeah. I mean, if we all went through an experience that touched us, the way drum corps touched you mm-hmm. the way it impacted you to see that in life like yeah we go through so many things and and sometimes we never learn that lesson that yeah. it matters more what we can accomplish together to see other people to care for others and exactly and all of that um sarah i so just appreciate <laughs> so many things about you um uh, including just the chance to share just a part of you with my community and listeners yeah. here um it's just been an unreal honor to get to connect and know you more and call you friend after this week but um, is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you
2: I mean no (laughs) I feel like you you covered it all Like (laughs) it's a really good spectrum of questions to where it really does kind of show who a person is you know in so many different ways so no you did a great job (laughs) well nothing else thank you and thank you so much
1: thank um, you yeah As uh, we get a full moon rising, winds picking up a little bit here at sea as we're anchored in for the night. Oh yeah, it got windy. Yeah, it did. But um, I think we got some Nutella toast calling our names. Oh yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from... I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.